Oh yeah, I like the sound of that, and I know that you're gonna like the sound of it too. This is The Manny Wolf Show, where I pull no punches, I don't hold back in my conversations with some of the most interesting minds on the planet. So, put us in your ear, turn the volume up, and hang on for another episode. We are live! Finally! It's about time. We had some technical issues. Hold on, having one more technical issue with my dog right now. There we go. But this is Facebook. You know, we don't have to be too formal. Um, I have personally been looking forward to this one. I don't want to make anyone else feel bad who's been on the show because you guys have all been fantastic. But Mr. Marion Kane and I had a chat about 10 days ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Still resounds up here. It's it's and in here, if I'm being honest, it was uh, it was pretty epic. So let me get over to my Facebook page, you guys, and I'm going to, at the request of my team, what I have to do is I have to broadcast this to the page and then share it to the profile. Gotcha. Because I'm tracking you guys. I am. I'm, I'm tracking all of you. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Please let me share it. What? No, what the hell? <laughs> going to let me share you or not? Uh, all of you who... Great. Facebook is totally just slitting the bed on me right now. Um, all right. I'm going to have my team share it because uh, this is taking way too long. Hold on a second, you guys. Can you please share the interview to my profile? There we go. All right. I couldn't do it. Simple enough. Right. Man, what is up? Teamwork makes the dream work. That's the way it goes. (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. You know how that goes. I mean, you're looking good, Manny, as usual. Thank you, sir. Well, I like to see my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this time I wasn't going to get caught napping. Because last last time we were on the call, I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we lose we lose track of times like old girl, old yeah, boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend, man. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, I couldn't I couldn't spend a think of a better way to spend the day. Uh right now, so many people, I mean, they're stressed, their yeah. mindset is, is in disarray, they feel yeah. hopeless. Yeah. And so I just really want to say the initiative and what you're doing, I mean, it's fantastic. It's it's, it's really fantastic. So I'm honored to spend this time. Um, a lot of times people are using this opportunity. They're getting pushed the wrong message right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. right now is, is a time to like rebuild and regrow your mindset. Yeah. And, and also just to really get people down to homeostasis as opposed to creating more fear and more concern. And I really appreciate that's what you're doing. So anything I can do to help and be on it, it's my pleasure. Right on, man. Right on. So um, I agree with you. And I, I I'm... I guess I'm not that surprised being being a student of human nature. As, as Elaborate. You what do you mean? I'm not surprised at what I see people doing. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, I see, you know, pretty much like the 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 predictable segmenting of human nature during this right. time of such such like wild uncertainty. Um, so for me, when this started unfolding. Uh, I got a little catatonic. Okay. I'm being honest. I did. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? In what sense? Uh, in the sense of like, I felt myself wanting to start putting up denial. Gotcha. Ain't going to be that bad. Yeah. Got, yeah. You know, people exactly. are overreacting. Blah, blah, exactly. blah, blah. 
Right. They're not. And and I don't think they are, man. I think no. that I think that what we've got here is a very unprecedented situation. So the next question for me was, um, and I recognized that feeling inside of me, you know, and this is actually going to segue nicely into the the mindset component of charisma, yeah. right? But I recognize that feeling inside of me. It's like the times when I was a kid where I decided to to cower down instead of stand up. You know, right. those, those times yes. bring those times still hold a lot of shame for me. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like it's hard to feel that. Hard to feel like a man after that. Growth is painful. It's painful. Word. But but you want to know what's interesting though? I think one of the main reasons that people are are, are starting really to start to panic and they're having a different type of mindset and it's very yeah. scary is because a lot of folks don't understand that we go through a routine every day. Yeah. And that's one of the major things I teach in terms of charisma. And you know this as being a student of public speaking and also teaching people. Mm -hmm. You have the skill set. You know what's necessary and what's needed. Yeah. Right. And you also know the benefits of being able to speak up, articulate your expertise, help and inspire the masses. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you talk to somebody, it's time for them to walk out there in front of 10,000 or even 10 people. Even yeah. though they know it will benefit themselves, it will benefit their future, it will benefit their family, they can't do it. Yeah. And the reason being is because it's completely outside of their mindset and it's completely outside of their routine. A lot of folks don't didn't know until right now that their routine of going to their nine to five was a form of meditation. Yeah. They had a routine in their head. Okay, I wake right. up, I go to work, I do this. And so what's going on is that you we've literally by force ripped that routine out of away from them, yeah. right? It created in the place so much uncertainty. It doesn't make sense for everybody to say everything's going to be all right because their body from an innate internal sense is saying everything is off. Yeah. So you're yeah. we're we're all in fight or flight right now. Yeah. So one of the major things I've gotten the phone and had to contact um a lot of my clients is let's just get back to the routine. Mm -hmm. Let's just get back to a routine of just excellence. Chaos is going to happen all around us, but charisma starts here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your yeah. message and everything, it starts here. And that's the only way you'll be able to reach people here. Yeah. And so we have to get into that routine on a daily basis. I, I, I don't know. That's, that's my paradigm. What do you think, Manny? I think returning to simple. So first of all, my routine hasn't changed much, but, but the, the, the lens, the lens went 180 out to the outside world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and then it was like, like it was easy to, I didn't get to the point of panic. I didn't get that far, but I did get to the point where it's like, I'm kind of like just scrolling Facebook all day and I'm not doing anything. And I'm just sort of processing updates yeah. on what's happening. And at some point it kind of like was like, you know, when 2008 came, uh, I was in, I was, I, well, I don't know if you even want to call it denial. I was in construction back then. Okay. And so I was a house painting, yeah. had a house painting company. Now, while a lot of my colleagues and peers were like just bottoming out, I was just clicking along. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, well, you know, whatever you guys are going out of business. I just bought a new Audi. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> about, about two or three months later, the bottom fell out for me. Uh, so I, I I was able to stay in the game longer than some, but um, but I just remember that feeling of like refusing to accept what was happening. Yeah. 
Right. And so I didn't want to do that again. And so then I, I turned to a question of like, how can I show up? It feels tone deaf to be making offers right now, especially for, for right, something right. that has to do with booking people to speak. Right. That just, I mean, I, I was, a, I was worried I'd look like an idiot trying to promote, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, I'll get you booked to speak. Not for another year, but I'll get you booked to speak. <laughs> you know? And so, um, so the question became, what can I do? So speaking to your point about getting back to a routine, getting back to a, a, a discipline of excellence, the question was, what can I do? The answer wound up being this, this interview series. Yeah. Um, and so for all of you guys sort of paying attention and tuning into this, my game plan, which I would suggest for any of you, is to at least focus some of your, your a, a good portion of your time, resources, and bandwidth on omnipresence. Yes. Show up. Yes. Show up as a voice. Yes. Show up as a personality and take this time to build that platform. I'm doing daily interviews with heavy hitters daily, like six days a week. And occasionally I'm filling up a Sunday for a friend, you know, I was going to do a Sunday for you. Um, And I'm going to take these, I'm going to turn them into podcasts. You know, they're also on YouTube. Like it's, it's a full on kind of like a content assault, you know? Yep. Um, And I think that this is a time where uh, if you're able to just focus on service in some way, not only will the business come, by the way, you may not get the kind of level of business you're used to, but <clears throat> if you show up consistently on social media with a message and with, mm-hmm. with energy and with charisma, right? Uh, business does come and like it does happen. And but, but one thing I do want, I don't want to stop you, but I want, yeah, I want yeah, to let yeah. you know something really, Manny, that, cause I've been watching your series, right? Yeah. And there's a difference between a lot of people are using this time to get on all the platforms and everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I see that. I applaud them. I think it's great. Yeah. But what I've recognized what you're doing is you're helping people improve and improve their skill set. Yes, sir. You're bringing to them a level of knowledge, teaching, and ability that is going to help them. That they understand now, okay, hey, your job might have been ripped away. Um, certain aspects of knowing what your future is going to be like is a little bit uncertain. However, let me install into you a new skill set or give you a glimpse yeah. about a new skill set that you can grow yeah. Yeah. and you can look back on this period and understand, hey, maybe this is time, not really time for you. Listen, I've, I've, I'm saw the stuff on, in, on, on Facebook and I think it's hilarious. Tons of people, they think now's the time to sit there and post yeah, I follow me because in this downtime, I made ten thousand dollars right. four days ago. Right. You know what? It's inappropriate, right? It feels and inappropriate to me too. Time. Yeah. Huh? It, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's just it's yeah. just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. However, however, throughout time and throughout history, no matter what socioeconomic background you come from, whether you're looking in the uh, in the Bible or looking through oral tradition. There's mm-hmm. always a hero that had gone through a period where they were in prison, or they this were in true. the desert. This is true. Or they were they were they were uh, they were under some circumstances where they were alone. Yeah. And at that point, they didn't say, "Hey, you know what? This is the best time to build a funnel." Okay. Right. They, they they what they did was they drew. They were able to draw onto the teachings and learning that they've had in the past, 
or they were able to learn from some older person that was there. They were forced to learn. They were forced to open up some books. But the key thing about it is whether you're learning from a mentor, you're opening a book during this time, this is the time to improve your skill set. Yeah. Yeah. And there's certain things that cannot be taken away. Right. Your presence, your charisma, your personal yeah. brand transcends any, 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 any level, yeah. any level of, of, of depression. Because yeah. what happens is you can't put a price tag on that. And then it gives you that peace of mind that, no, okay, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when I'm going to continue to build. But mm -hmm. I think what's happened is people are starting to smarten up. So now they're looking for a leader. They're looking for some direction. And, and that's, what you're, that's what you're providing. So that's why I'm honored you know, to even be here. And at the same time, what I want to do in this discussion today, we talked about it the other day, yeah. right? One thing I love talking to you about is we forgot more than a lot of these other people are teaching in their, in their programs. We yeah. forgot that. And it's very apparent. So I have no problem. I love giving value. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not going to be one of those podcasts and conversations where people teach. You need to teach them the uh, what, but don't teach them the how. Don't teach them the how, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. to me, to me that that that's that's just all that tells me is that okay, fine. Hey, you're you're a marketer. That's what works for you. However, I have confidence in my abilities. I want to help people. I know everybody's unique. I'm not afraid. Yeah. I like I want to give you the who, what, when, where, why, and how. Because <laughs> what I think I know is that not only is that going to make you better, and that what helps me, but that means you're going to keep coming back because I actually gave you real value. Yeah. So that's what that's what me and you agree on that level. Yeah. So that's why I want to give everybody. I want to give them all. I'm going to give it every to them today. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's start with um, what is charisma. Well, the reason why I use charisma is mm -hmm. I, I used to study ancient Greek uh, mm -hmm. for about four or five years, and I use the ancient Greek spelling of charisma with a I K because that too. I mean yeah. <laughs> God's gift, right? I don't I don't mean it from charisma in a sense of being just having that you know genesequa and things like that. I come from a standpoint of from the Greek word meaning God gift, meaning that I know and I believe that inside each and every one of us mm -hmm. there is a unique gift that God put inside of us. We yeah. don't have to worry about if it's copied, we don't have to worry because it's just unique. But it's because of the different uh, our background, um, you know, bad things that have happened to us, social programming, that gift's been buried. So what I focus on is bringing that gift out. And when that gift is out and it shines, you become a magnet. You don't you go from you go from hunting, chasing people to people being drawn to you and they can't yes, break away because you yeah. have a unique value proposition that cannot be duplicated. That yeah. right there is, is what's powerful. So when you start to understand what I look through and I break through, each individual has their own formula. Everyone mm -hmm. has their own formula for selling, speaking, persuasion, success. Right. Your own right. formula. Right. Yeah. And so what happens is that a lot of people, they're out there searching, they want to get better and, and they open up the book. So they, they look at somebody that they identify with on television and they're like, yes, I, I like that. I want to become just like them. The problem yeah. is they're going to teach you how to be just like them. But coming from a, a science standpoint, I'm a junkie and psychologist. 
There's a lot of things people will teach and put down, and they genuinely want to teach you everything, Manny. They genuinely want to teach you everything, but mm -hmm. then there's a lot innately that they don't even know that they do that's successful. Sure, sure. So they're sitting there, they're kind of, and you're following these things. You're buying the books, you're buying the programs, and you have a measure, modicum of success. Yeah. But I mentioned this the other day. It's yeah. one of those, I always remember uh, Mike Tyson's uh, quote. He said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Right, right, right. And it's happened yeah. to all right. of us. We've sat there. We want to be like Tony Robbins. We want to mm -hmm. be like the Grant Cardones. We want to yeah. we talk like the Gary Vee's. And it works for about 15, 20 minutes. Then somebody hits us with a question. Right. Or then some, some, <laughs> some kind of some, something happens that's a glitch in the matrix. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, you're stuck. And then yeah. boom, it's like, a, it's like a balloon that just becomes automatically deflated. Your shoulders yeah. come in and you're like, dang, I'm a fraud. <laughs> but when you have your own charismatic, you have your own formula, you're able to coach yourself, there's nothing anybody can say or do that can stump you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, it's kind of like there's a there's a there's an idea in martial arts, right? That mm -hmm. that um, the truth of the system lies in the space between the forms. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so you'll have these people, especially over here in the United States, who will uh, assiduously study and learn all the katas and get the black belt. Right. And 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 could could just, you know, like I've done this on the mat. I have mopped the floor with some black belts. Yeah. Because all they focused on was the the forms. Right. Right. The truth of the system lies between the forms. Mm. Uh, same thing with music. Yes. That's for what every person. Yeah. For every person that manages to find their way through all the music theory and the scales and the mm. this and the that and pop out the other side like Charlie Parker did. Or let's say uh, who's 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 another one? Uh, Dizzy. Dizzy Gillespie. Um, uh, you get about. A million people who are stuck in the form. Yeah. Right? And and so if if we're if we're using that analogy, then we can see that with uh with people in the online space too, can't can't we? Yeah. We're here to, as as we talked about yesterday, dissect the goats, which I yeah, love that. Let's do it. I love that by the way. Yeah. In case you don't know, you guys, goats is an acronym for greatest of all time. And um I was listening to a podcast once with a, a guy named Cole Hatter, who is right. a very yeah, successful. He has a conference guy. he does, right? Yeah, he's got a conference he does. And he was talking about how uh, in prep for public speaking, he studied Tony Robbins. Okay. And I loved, what I loved about him was he said, what I did was I did a lot of heavy R&D on Tony Robbins, which stands for rip off and duplicate. Yeah. <laughs> and then... I've seen I've seen Cole speak a couple of times on some trainings and you know he he's he's pretty good. It does look exactly like I thought it would where he's totally you know looking like he learned from Tony Robbins. Right. Like like the technique is not invisible. Mm -hmm. But even then he's uh he shouldn't be and this is kind of where we, we get led astray, right? He shouldn't be held up as just some dude who studied Tony Robbins and can now speak like that. 
Right. You know, he uh, he's put in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours on stage. And so for him to say that is a little bit like it, it sort of leads people into that trap that, oh, I could just study someone else and I could wind up being, you know, as good as them. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with. Uh, actually, I want to start with Gary V. Let's let, let let's pull Gary apart. <laughs> let, let's look. Let's look at Gary V. Let's look at and, Gary. And then, then we're gonna loop back to Tony. Then we're gonna definitely Tony we're doesn't get loop back to Tony because one thing I'm gonna tell you is that, you know, some people say that the person uh, they weren't they weren't good enough to become an artist, so they mm-hmm. became a critic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's what a lot of people say. Um, but I just want to tell you that I'm always I come from a position of not only gratitude but mutual admiration and respect. However, I understand that there's, there's, there's room for growth for everybody. Yeah. You understand? But also I come from the standpoint of, and you come from the standpoint of which I love talking to you about it is because you've been in the trenches. Yeah. You've been there. Right. So you can see what a lot of folks don't understand is that you can look at a video and it's already happening on YouTube. Because a lot of folks are spending a lot of money on copywriters, they're spending a lot of money on production. And what people are starting to understand is, you know what, instead of making something that's original, like let me sit here and just duplicate what these other guys are doing because yeah. they're spending about $20,000 in production, script writing, all this other stuff. Let me just duplicate it and I just wanna make money. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, truthfully, I mean, that's, that's fine. However, what I wanna help folks understand is, there's there's also a, a deeper level. There's two, mm-hmm. three, four different layers yeah. above just copying the words. Yeah. Above just copying the cadence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Knowing exactly why and where they do it. Because what happens is, is that you can have those speeches. You're going to get a couple more speeches. You're going to get a little bit more. You're going to get on a bigger stage. But then one day you're going to get on that stage and you're not going to be able to do that stock speech. They're yeah. gonna tell you we want you to talk about this. Yeah. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna understand and know. You're gonna be like, okay, I've done this, I've done this. But then when you gotta start from scratch and you gotta come up, that's the people that end up coming to me. I mm-hmm. love it when they sit there and they they imitate the Tony yeah. Robbins, yeah. Stuff like that. they take people will rip whole stories and they'll become successful. However, as you progress and get better. You have less, you can't give that same speech over and over again because it's on the right. internet. So you gotta right. come up with some new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then that's when it that's when you just can't duplicate you have are isn't for the people that really completely don't know that are coming from scratch. It's really for the folks that are already on a level and then they wanna like, yeah, I gotta get to the next level. They've yeah. plateaued. Yeah. And that's that's where I can I can teach the folks on the bottom, but I excel when people have plateaued. So that's why I love breaking down the greats because I'm able to sit there and see a little bit different levels. So let's look at Gary V, right? Let's get, to, let's get into Gary. What Gary V does amazing, what he does very well is he understands tonality. Yeah. He uses a lot of what you call breaking tonality, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is, is when you use a hard level amount of breaking tonality, you got to understand that we are psychological beings, right? Yeah. So when you're speaking, you're listening to somebody, whether you want a father figure or not, you automatically devote and you go into that mode. Mm. So Gary, he has a level of conviction. He also has a social proof. 
but he makes sure he talks to you in a sense that he is not only an authority figure, but he's your, like your father. Yeah. A fatherly figure. Even Grant Cardone even does this consciously. He mm-hmm. says, hey, this is Uncle G. Yeah. You know, you've heard him say that? Putting it right out there. Yeah. Right. He puts it right out there what he's doing psychologically to you. Hey, this is I'm your successful uncle. Yeah. Your dad was a failure, mm. but I'm your, I'm that successful <laughs> uncle yeah. that's out there. Listen to me. Don't listen to your parents. Yeah. Don't listen to other folks. I'm the I'm the wild card uncle that made it big. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. So 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 what happens is when when you're able to do that, you understand the tonality structure that Gary's doing. Yeah. However, that so that that's 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 what uh, my one that's my one point that I I think Gary does amazing. What, what do you think Gary does amazing before we get to what he doesn't do well? Um It's it's gotten to the point for me where it's a challenge to extricate Gary's originality. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah. from all the, from all the 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 Johnny Come Latelys. Yeah, it really is. So what does Gary do really well? Um, Gary cusses really well, right. and I say that glibly, but I mean it. Yeah, like so. Here's what happens: Gary gets up there, and and I don't I don't think there's anything fake or contrived about who he is. Mm-hmm. However, he has now left in his wake a whole generation of people who feel like they got to cuss and wear a stupid beanie. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, guess what, guys? He, he earned $600 million. Um, he gets to wear a beanie if he wants to. Yeah. If you do it now, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. so most of what I see from Gary really is Q&A anyway. Right. So I saw his TED talk where he talked about taking um, uh, Wine Spectator or Wine Merchant or Wine Wino Times or whatever it was, yeah. you know, and and building it from two million to fourteen million or yeah. something. He did something pretty pretty epic. Um, and even that felt very off the cuff. Even that felt like the eighteen minute mark was going to roll up, and he was going to, you know, and the the moderator of TED Talks was going to have to come out and go, yo. Time. You know? mm-hmm. um, so I'm not sure. I, I can't speak one way or the other to this, but I'm not sure that Gary Vaynerchuk even gives a talk. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so if you're going to aspire to be like Gary Vaynerchuk, one of the things you're missing is that you have to have a massive platform first. You've got to be getting invited to speak. You yeah. can't be, you can't be looking for summits or speaking engagements to, to, and then applying to them and then try to Gary V it. Mm-hmm. So it looks really foolish. Whereas Gary himself looks, uh, you know, he looks, uh, he looks legit. It, it, it's funny because he just comes out there and he's just sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, so when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, helping people to try to figure out their, uh, their own sort of unique charisma. One of the things I do is I say, I want you to ask three, three spheres of people, three questions. So ask your immediate family, what are the three words, the three adjectives that they feel describe you best? Right. And ask as many of them as you can. Don't judge anything they say. Just try to make them keep it to three words. 
Because what will happen, especially with your immediate family, is they'll start giving you stories. Right, you right. Words. Then you want to ask your next sphere out. It might be your work colleagues, your whatever. Uh, what three words do you think describe me? And you want to collect as, I like much, that. Yes, as much I like data it. as you can, yes. right? Yes. And then the most casual of acquaintances. And this right. is great for social media. Right. Um, and just get three words each. And then aggregate all those words. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to do a little bit of work. You're going to have to say, okay, what words mean the same thing or approximately? From that, you can get a snapshot. It's kind of like... It's kind of like one of those uh, camera obscuras that you made in science class in 10th grade where you just, you know, it's a really rough snapshot is my point. Yeah. yeah. But with a little sensitivity, what you're going to come away with is a sense of, oh, people think I'm funny, intense, and right. informed or whatever. But the right? key thing is people think you are. Yeah. You yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah. You. That's exactly right. And so from there... You, you now moved one significant step to what I call your individual charisma center, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I see so many people who try to mimic Tony's charisma center, yeah. uh, Gary's charisma center, Les's charisma center with, and then, so I'll ask them, I'll say, well, what is it about, what is it about any of those guys that, that you even makes you want to mimic them in the first place? And they don't even have an answer. Yeah. So let's just break this down for a second, guys. What Tony Robbins Charisma Center is, is he juxtaposes compassion and strength. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Not all of you guys can do that. Right. Right. And nor should you try if that's not genuinely you. Right. And, so and at the same time, he's using advanced NLP. He's using oh, language patterns. He's too. dropping yeah. anchors. Yeah. He's doing, you know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's. I don't mean to break it up, but I, right. I, I, I we're going to get into it. And yeah, we're going to get into it. You understand, like, what's happening, the language yeah. behind the language. But what you're That's saying. another thing, too. Um, everything about Tony Robbins is uh, super well-rehearsed. Um, Very. Hypnosis. It's, it's Very. all manipulative. You have to understand that. And manipulative, not in, I'm not putting a judgment no. on that, a value no. judgment, right? No. Yeah, you know, but but no. that's what the guy does. So then then okay, now maybe I wanna maybe I wanna sort of set my sights on Les Brown and try to figure out like how can I can I no, be no, the next no, no. we gotta go Brown? back to Gary, man. We gotta go back to Gary. <laughs> we'll get to Gary at the end. <laughs> the reason why I want to go back to Gary is two points yeah. I was thinking yeah. about. Two yeah. points. Yeah. Um Number one, he's made a career off of ranting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so don't don't get me wrong. It's not. But there's a structure to his ranting. There's a psychology yeah. to the way he rants and the way he does it. Okay. So what's happened is is that you understand that a lot of times he's ranting and he's doing these things. He's um, you know, it's 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 a lot of it is the context too. Yeah, context. Late at night, he's on a private plane, or he got tons right. of people around. Da, da, da. So what's going on is you have to understand is sometimes you're not your first brain is we have an association bias. Mm -hmm. So when somebody's telling us what to do or what we're doing is dumb or something like that, first thing we look to see is okay, who else is corroborating that this is dumb? Right. So when you have multiple people saying around them like nodding, yeah, yeah, this is dumb, or he's on stage and he's telling you your whole approach is stupid. You know what I mean? You're automatic you. And he's like, yeah, you got to hustle hard and all this other stuff. But he's right. giving you the message at 3 a.m. and he's on a private jet. 
Right. You're like, dang, I'm I'm not hustling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, so a lot of it is the context. Mm-hmm. What Gary needs to do, if Gary came through, and one thing I said, anybody I criticize, I've always made this point. Anybody I criticize, I'm telling you flat out, I, you come see me, I will train you for free. That's my level of where I, I don't just like to say, somebody's going to say, leave some criticism and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have the point to mention your name and give some criticism, I will open up my time and my wallet, right, to to to, to help and install those plans. That's just my personal belief. Because yeah. the mentors and people that made me, that helped me, were the people that could that that they've made so much money and they do so well. They never charge me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? It's yeah. like those people that really teach you, that give you the real knowledge. <laughs> they, it's, it's almost insulting for them to put a price tag on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just like you and see you, and they're just like, you know, just do this. But anyways, Gary, if Gary took teaching, he added teaching, the art of teaching into his rants and his approach. Tell people how. Yeah. And so he gives a lot of suggestions about what kids should do. They should, you know, drop everything, don't go to college, right, do e-commerce right. and all this other stuff. Yeah. I think that's great. But let's, you know, I'm a student too, and I also know – Gary's parents set him up with a wine shop. That's right. My parents have two, two, two master's degrees. They do great, but they didn't set me up with a wine shop. Right. Okay. That's right. a that's a heck of a lot of easy shoulders to jump off of. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Then yeah. if you're also looking at, I want everyone to go back and look up. Hey, Manny here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the importance of growing your own personal brand and your own audience. In this day and age, if you do business on social media or on the internet in general, you need to be focused on your personal brand. And your personal brand is a function of what people say, think, and feel about you behind your back. And that's where we can come in and help you tremendously. So I'd like to invite you to go over to my website, mannywolf.com, where you can either schedule a call with me or my team, or you can learn about the ways that we can help you to grow your audience powerfully and quickly. In this day and age, content is absolutely king. And if you don't have a content strategy, you can't expect big results. And what we do is we help you with powerful, powerful content strategies. In short, we can put you everywhere all the time without you doing hardly any work. Sounds kind of cool, right? If you'd like to learn more, head over to mannywolf.com and either book a call or look into one of the ways that we have already prepared to help you rapidly grow your audience, grow your trust, your authority, your personal brand, and of course, through all of those things, grow your business. All right, now back to the show. Wine library, right? That's what it was called, yeah. Wine library. You'll see some of Gary's first videos. He has a kyphotic posture, mm-hmm. leaned in. You can see the top of his head. He has full hair, right? Yeah. That's part of the reason, one of the reasons why he wears a beanie because he was going bald. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Same thing with me. I'm wearing a hat because I don't. <laughs> I have a coronavirus, no haircut, okay? So you understand? So that's that it's so funny when people start imitating folks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't even know why they're doing certain right. things. You know right. what I mean? You're yeah. just like, oh, this is what I need to do. But now yeah. they're just covering up. I'm losing my hair. You know what yeah. I mean? So anyways... <laughs> Um, he has a more kyphotic posture. He's leaned in, no hat, and you know he has his wine, and it's just like he's getting dirty reps in. Yeah, he's yeah, getting totally. dirty reps in. He wasn't the same person he was then. 
he is right now. You know, and that's and I'm saying that's not a bad thing. That's just something that's great for everyone. Right. Meaning that you do have a level, even if you're at this point right now, somebody that you like and aspire to, they got better. They got on stage. They yeah. found their voice. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they worked on their craft and their expertise and they're giving their opinion. Yeah. Which is no, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with anybody giving their opinion. All I sit there and I go through is, okay, what's the correct structure, the means, the physical, the nonverbal to get that across. Second point I wanted to bring out is we were talking about swearing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people need to understand that there is a psychology to swearing. Right. Okay. So if you talk to any comedians, and I don't like to swear, I think I think it's just a, uh, I, this is my personal constitution. Yeah. But if you you know use the f you know you drop f bombs, it's mm -hmm. that hard k sound at the end that wakes people up. Yeah. Okay. It's that hard K sound. And also the part where it's not part of your no local uh, norms and mores. It's out that gets your right. attention. And right. it also induces laughter. So that's yeah. the reason why a lot of comedians, if their their uh, routine starts getting stale, boom, they just start swearing and boom, that, that, that explodes it because it's just yeah. something mm -hmm. innate in our system. But this is also a psychology thing in terms of, not swearing. You've noticed some of our larger iconic brands that stick out to us, Coca-Cola, Kodak, Spanx, all those different things have that hard K sound inside of it that it, it kind of it gets your attention, but it jolts you. So the reason why mm -hmm. I bring these different things up is that that's what I mean. A lot of times people say, hey, the secret is swearing. No, the secret is not swearing. The secret is not only your word choice, but how and when you employ that. Yeah. So uh, what we're talking about here is state change. Okay. State change, right? We're talking about being being aware of, and if you really want to be a great communicator, if you really want to be charismatic, if you really want to be a great speaker, yes. maybe I should flip the order of those and put speaker first. You have to know what's happening inside of people as you speak. Because if you don't know that, if you don't know what's happening with their nervous system, right? That's heavy. Yeah. Um, you've got to, this is, this is where Tony is, he's the goat for this. He's, he's the greatest of all time for this, as far as I can see. He knows exactly what each word is, is, is doing to your nervous system, baby. That's gangster. Like that, that's gangster most right there. And, you know, you go back and you look at Tony Robbins uh, 10 or 15 years ago, didn't cuss at all. Never. He, he was a six foot seven goody yeah. two shoes Boy Scout. Remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. Like it, he's, and now you'll hear him talk candidly about how he deliberately uses the science of taboo language, he calls it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I realized about Tony is he calls a lot of stuff science that he just, he just calls it science. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that he knows to your point about context, he knows that he started out as a giant Boy Scout. He knows that he was just a cheerleader for many, many years of his career. And he knows that there's a subtle, like there's a lot of things that happen. There's a subtle rebrand that happens yes. when he grows a goatee and yes. starts cussing a little bit oh, yeah. and starts wearing tight t-shirts instead of suits. And like, yeah. like, that's the thing. None of it is by accident. And the other thing is he's playing to his strengths. Mm-hmm. 
because he knows his strengths. Um, what I want to do, I, we talked about getting to less real quick. So let okay. me just break less down real quick. If Tony is, is the juxtaposition of strength and compassion. Yep. Which is even more supported by the goatee and the tight t-shirts and the cussing, right? Yep. That's just hammering the strength part. And he does love people. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm, I'm a hundred percent convinced no. of that. You can't, you can't like you, like he's one person and we're going to get down to him. Yeah. We're going to get to him. We're going to shout it. We're going to get yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. But he's great. Yeah. It's interesting for me because he's great. And yet I would never go near him anymore. Elaborate. Kind of, well, because uh, some of the moves he's made um, leave me <laughs> feeling like they were just shameless money grabs, internet money grabs. <laughs> yeah, dude. But here's, here's the thing that's so hilarious, though. Yeah. Is, is that there, there's a huge correspondence. You got to make that choice between be keeping it real yeah. or keeping it, <laughs> keeping it rich, okay? Yeah. So, so it, it's one of those situations where I, I know me and you have both sat there. We've gotten clients, and we're just yeah. sitting there just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. doing – yeah, I mean – He's 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 running that grab, and what's crazy mm-hmm. is like back in the day, he used to like his information would be all over the place. I'm talking yeah. about I was a little kid. I can read and I can see him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now all that stuff shifted. You got you if you're gonna do it, you got to come to one of his events. Yeah. You know he's he's kind of just playing to that. You know uh, that he's already on that level. Yeah, they're doing their their, their main push their pushes. They got tons of people behind them because the bottom line is what they've kind of recognized and that what they've realized is that people don't just buy one program. Right. So what they've recognized is, Hey, I'm the top. I'm already selected all these emails. I got the cache and I just pretty much want your list of people that buy everything from you. So they're going to buy from you. These are just buyers. So I'm just a fool not to just come up with some launch just so I can get, let, let me get on your buyers too. Yeah. I saw something that was an, an amazing stat that your average woman has seven different workout programs and systems on, on their phone that they've bought over the years. Yeah. <laughs> seven. Seven. That's crazy. You, you know what I mean? So at that point, you just recognize like, okay, at what point did you stop? And you'd be like, okay, let me go back to the old program. I'm sure some of those programs even worked. Mm-hmm. But human psychology, and if that's your, that's what you do, you're always searching for the next thing, for better, and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you honestly, all Tony, Dean, and Russell, all they do is they, they've got a list of people that just buy. Yeah. So they're just going to keep pumping them. Yeah. And all these guys just sit in the room, and they just take turns launching stuff. That's right. And selling them to the same people. That's they're right. Little, 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 little. That doesn't sit well with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not like, you know, kicking myself out of the club before I get there, but it just doesn't sit well with me. Not someone like, like, like I held Tony in a special spot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when, when his work came into my life, I had never heard a man, certainly not a strong, successful man, be so unapologetically loving of the whole world. Like it was really oh, profound yeah. for me. Right. Yeah. And then to see it go from there to these 
cheesy graphics of him and Dean Graziosi and Russell Brunson and and now um uh that that cat who does that he's got that advance your reach uh who's anyway who's it Pete something uh but the point is is like it's just such a far cry from this person who who was the sole voice in my life of like look you can do this I believe in you. You got this. That kind of thing that was so profound to me that I needed so bad and and blah, 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 blah. So, but all that is a little bit of an aside to to what he does Mm -hmm. and what you need to understand if you're going to try to duplicate him, right? Yep. Um, But let's get to less. We keep trying to get to less. (laughs) Let's do it. So to my mind, less is unique. Charisma Center is childlike joy. Okay. That was a hard one to pinpoint. That was a hard one to figure out. And I see everybody wants to take a picture with Les and you know, he probably makes most of his money now mugging for mugging for headshots with people, you know what I mean? Hey, I'd get in line too. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, but I I I love the man. I never met him or anything, but right. I, just, I love his energy. But that's the a testament to what he does. He knows what his strength is. His strength is not a, a juxtaposition of strength and compassion, right? Like Tony. And you and I both studied, um, uh, let's give props here, Olivia Fox Cabane. Yep. She was the one whose work on charisma was where I first was like, oh, so so charisma is the juxtaposition of two different traits, right? Right, right. I think maybe there's a little bit more than that to it. Looking at someone like Les Brown, mm-hmm. to me, he looks like, Pure childlike joy. Right. That's what it looks like to me. I don't see any juxtaposition there. He's extremely, I mean, I suppose you could argue that he's he's also very intelligent, but show me a speaker who's good, who isn't intelligent. Like, So we've got Gary, who is your like successful, rough around the edges, belligerent dad figure. Right. We've got Grant, who's your a little less belligerent, but still really, really rough around the edges. Uh, uncle, we got so Gary and Grant are kind of doing a shtick, right? They're they got a similar shtick. Yep. We got Tony, who is strength and compassion. And then we got Les, who's childlike joy. So, I guess the the point for each of us is like, if you really want to not ever have a moment where you run up against the limitations, the boundaries, the borders of biting someone else's style, you know, like trying to be the next Tony, the next Gary, the next Grant, the next whatever, you're going to have to figure out what your jam is. Oh, yeah. Right? It, it, and it, so... Um, no, no, you go, you go, go sir. No, I'm, so, uh, you, you are, you're flowing. You're flowing. You're rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we... Um, and give, also the audience, the, if you guys see me looking down or you see me looking away or something like that, I'm not distracted. I'm actually taking notes. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to know the good borrow, the great steal. So keep talking, Manny. Okay. (laughs) And I suggest you guys feel good. I just want to let you guys, you guys see me looking down. You see my arm moving. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take eye contact and take notes at the same time. So that's, I just want you to think I'm weird. So one of the things that, um, that is so helpful is to is to do that that test or that discipline I, I mentioned earlier where you ask the your three spheres of social contacts yeah 
for three words each that they feel define you. Yeah. And then you really have to look at them and you have to distill every, all the information you get down to the most indivisible level you can get it to. Now I've had, um, I've had students who've done this, who've had their ultimate sort of answer to what is your unique charisma center has been things like, um, like, um, one lady who went through the you know, profound sexual abuse from a young, young age at the hands mm. of her own father, but is yeah. now strong and compassionate, you know, yeah. like her whole thing was um, um, that quality of having overcome and not been broken by right, right. the world. Right. You know, and so that, that gives you a very different bearing in how you do what you do than the person who, for instance, is a childlike joy. Right, right. Right. Um, I had uh, one of the ones that's fairly common is um, like a benevolent teacher. That's a pretty common one because a lot of the people that get into even being interested in charisma, certainly for speaking, are pretty intelligent. Right. Right. And before they do this exercise, what they do is they're didactic. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just like telling it, telling oh, it yeah. from the front of the class. Yeah. Right. So if you can this, tap into I, I, I've been I got my time. Mm-hmm. You're going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I might not never get here again. So you got to listen. I got to make yeah. sure I tell you everything. Right. Yeah. You're sub communicating that, too. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's like forcing meat into the sausage grinder. Yes. <laughs> so when you can get those people to connect with what they have uh, that that why they're passionate about sharing in the first place, yes. suddenly it opens up into this beautiful thing, like this benevolent wisdom as their sort of center of their charisma. But the point is, in the beginning of this conversation, you mentioned, you know, the limitations of duplication. Oh, yeah. And this is how you get around that. You can borrow from Tony. Like, you familiar, of course, you're familiar with um, Think and Grow Rich. Yep. You're familiar with the part where Napoleon Hill talks about assembling the uh, the round table of historical figures in his head. Yes, yes. That, that guys, if you don't know that one, that's some that's some Jedi level. Yeah. Work right there. What he would do is he he assembled historical figures in a round table in his head. Napoleon, Lincoln, Washington, blah blah blah, on and on and on. Yes. And he would do this visualization. This of, is amazing. Yeah, this is so Keep good. Going. I've done this. Oh yeah, I do it all the time. Keep yeah. going. This is amazing. This is amazing. Please share this. So you do the visualization and you go through saying, um, like, let's say that let's say that Marion was a historical figure and not my friend I'm talking to right now. I'd sit him at the table in my mind and say, Marion, thank you for joining me. I've chosen you to join me at this table because I want to emulate from you. And then you just say the qualities that you want to emulate. Yes. This has profoundly changed me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's it's like this is the this is the the big takeaway. Well, a big takeaway that that people can actually hear from this this uh, interview and change their lives with. Definitely, the, the, I, that would change your life profoundly. It does because, because what happens is when you go around that that table. Yeah. You literally, you disassociate yourself mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, one of the people in my room is Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So I know whenever I get around, I want to make a decision. 
and I get to Jesus, okay, how would what would Jesus do? How would he handle the situation? <laughs> it's quite different from what Marion Kane would do, right? <laughs> but then also, you know, I get to okay, what would what would Churchill do? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What would get? How would Alexander the Great? What would he do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. And, and so it's what's so, not saying that that's what you do. It just really helps you to step out, and that's why learning and and, and really being able to um, know about this history, but people's backgrounds and this stuff is a great benefit because it allows you to step outside, and then all of you collectively can come to the right decision. Yeah. But I'm going to take you to the next level of exactly that same thing. I tell my students all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. It gets to a certain point. You practice your speech. You have it ready to go yeah. on the way to the speech. Right. On the way to the speech or every night, I have them figure out who they like. Who what type of speakers do you like? I yeah. even give them I have a list of TED Talks. That I think a killer, you know, and out of them, I have them pick or way ahead of time. Pick the two or three that you like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I tell them, start listening to those on the way to the speech. Mm, nice. Some yeah. of my guys that are having issues in their love life, um, they are very nervous on a date. I figure their personality, if they're a little goofy and all this stuff, hey, before you go, watch James Bond. Mm-hmm. I want you to play this type of music while you're going there. Because yeah. what happens is, it's like you, you don't understand, you pick up, your brain processes mm-hmm. seven things consciously, but subconsciously, it's picking up over 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you start to pick up the cadence. The voice. Yeah. You're, if you're a little goofy, maybe you want to look at the rock. You want to look at these other people. Because what happens is you can step inside of them and then you can become them. And they will get you to that certain level. And that's what happens. It's a, but that those kind of tactics and trips, they get to a certain level. They work psychologically. However, like I keep saying, you get to a certain point, though, you have to figure out your own personal it factor. Yeah. Because yeah. you can be only James Bond for so long. Right. And then after two, three months in, you got it, it starts to get real, you know, yeah. with that relate. Anybody can be whoever they want to be. And yeah. that's the same thing with um, you know, you have Cole Hatter, the different folks like that. People mm-hmm. actually that's actually comforting and people look, oh yeah, he's just like he's just like Tony. He's just like, you know, this, and they like that. However, I'd want to be the first Cole Hatter. Right. You know what I mean? People, yeah. they see me, they get up on stage, literally, they're just like, yeah, I want Marion Kane. It's not that I want Marion Kane. I, I want Tony Robbins, but all I could afford was Marion Kane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's two different, two different set, setups. Yeah. But back to what you were saying, um, I love the way you broke it down. You're talking about, like, you know, uh, Gary V. he has that, you know, he, he has that rant. He has that, um, what would you say was his charismatic center? Uh, he's sort of like um, like your you like your uh, bellicose dad, right? Right, yeah. and, and 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 so then uh, Grant Cardone, he has that 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 uncle that that drawing in, yeah. But see, and then the same thing with uh, Les Brown, he has that childlike joy. But yeah. I like to take it one level deeper. How they do it, yeah. Okay, Les Brown is able to have that drawing grandfatherly childlike yeah. joy mm-hmm. that 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 connection because he's a master storyteller right he's a master storyteller and at the same time he adds in an appropriate level of self-disclosure mm-hmm. and he he's he's a master at 
adding in self-disclosure to the point that you don't lose respect for him. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? So I that's how he makes that's how he makes it happen. Yeah. That's how he gets to that point. So that's why I love that you were able to identify it. And then that's why I want to say, boom, these are the different ways he's able to get to the point. So let's imitate and let's break down these things and add these things in with yeah. Manny's style, Manny's story, right. man, uh, Manny's self-disclosure, what you're going to disclose, what you're not going to disclose. Right. Grant Cardone, he is a master at certainty. He yeah. walks on the camera. Yeah. He is 100% certain. Mm-hmm. Invest in Grant uh, Cardone Capital, even though mm-hmm. nobody's really making money. He's certain, right. okay? <laughs> right. yeah. You know what I mean? He's like his his sales techniques, certainty, right? Yeah. However, one thing that really helped me to understand that there's a difference between just being certain and being certain on camera, but actually in real life. If you've noticed, he's had a couple of interviews that have gone viral with him and Jordan Belfort. Right. Yeah. And I've always heard in the past, I, like Grant Cardone, a lot of his material is taken from uh, this seller named Joe Verdi. Joe mm-hmm. Verdi is amazing in the, in, the, in the selling world, car industry. Okay. Like pretty much what Grant did was he just pretty much got a prettier face, packaged it up mm-hmm. and mass produced it. He's, a, he's just a better marketer. Yeah. I tell you flat out, that's no, that's no taken here or there. But you look at a lot of Joe Verdi stuff, closes and all this stuff. People already know it. I've been studying that stuff since I was a kid because my family had been in the car business, okay? Mm-hmm. So people in the car business know that. But what's going on is that he has that level of certainty. However, if you notice his speeches, I mean, his, his interviews with uh, Jordan Belfort completely yeah. went off the rails. I didn't see it. Complete, but... You got to check it out. Yeah. Completely went off the rails. At that point, I knew that he really didn't develop this. He didn't practice what he preached. So he hit you know what I mean? Because what happened is when the when the water when when the water gets you're like a tea bag. Yeah. When the water gets hot, that's when the real you comes out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. So the water got hot with him in that interview. Yeah. And at that point, I was sitting on my edge of my seat. You have Grant, you have a whole book of objections and closes. Yeah. I want to see it. Let's do it. (laughs) He melted down. Yeah. He melted down. He melted down. And not to take anything away from him, it's just a matter of what we all have to understand is we can imitate and, and, and actually emulate these individuals. They are successful. They are making the money. Yeah. But we have to get down to the why. We have to get down to what they're actually doing, yeah. not what they're saying. We can't just look at the, what's on the stage. We have to look behind the curtain. Yeah, Gary, Gary V. He's he's very um, he does a lot of um, very pointed, very opinionated like rants. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's able to use his tonality, like we said before, yeah. to convince you. I'm certain of this. This is yeah. my tonality. You know what I mean. I, this is a, and he's forcing. He's getting it. Boom, boom. And so you notice there's a certain type of person that loves him, and there's yeah. a certain type of person that's just yeah. like, yo, this is too much. Yeah. So if you're receptive, you want that direction, you want that that energy in your life that feeds mm-hmm. on it. Makes mm-hmm. a lot of people they just love the way he makes them feel. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. You know, and so then you have to understand that that's the same thing that you can you can be doing yourself, and yeah. then you start to understand that I'm not even really worried about the person's words. 
It's about how this person makes me feel. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We've got a little bit of time left. Um, can we together tag team a quick little actual training on voice? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you're the only other person I know who even talks about the power of the voice with the exception of some voice coaches who have sort of tried to move into speaking. Mm -hmm. And every time, every time <laughs> I poke, poke the ice with them, they just fall they're, they're It's like you hit the limitations of their, yes, right. Yes, their mimicry. Yes, yes. So what they do is they fall back on the jazz vocal program that they went yeah. to in college. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? I did it too. Done it. Right. And so, so I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want, I want your take for the audience on why is the voice so uniquely important? What, 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 how, why is it that without knowing what you're doing with your voice, you're leaving huge influence on the table? Because, because as we, because we want to look at ourselves in the mirror and everyone wants to look at themselves and say that I am an all accepting I'm 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 open to the world. I, I'm not. I don't have any biases. I right. love everybody. That's right. the PC and nice thing to say, right? <laughs> and I really believe that in in your heart. That's who you really are. However, you got to understand coming from a psychology fight or flight type mentality, you're making snap judgments every day. Okay, All the time. every right. day that bypass what you know is right and wrong. And so mm. that right there, those snap judgments that, that you're making every day, right? Yeah. You have to understand yeah. your audience is doing the same thing and you have a responsibility. Right. I don't care right. what's going on. You, if somebody stands in front of you and stops, they're actually put, giving yourself, putting, you get saying, you, they're giving themselves into your hands. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you to either hold it or drop it. And tons of us by not working on our voice, not working on our tonality, not right. thinking about it, right. we're, we're, we're losing tons of opportunities. And, and the reason I'll give it to you like this, say you have a guy, right? He's gorgeous, right? Beautiful hair, muscles, right? Coming out of the, the thing, steps out of a fantastic car, winds blowing, beautiful tan skin, piercing eyes, right? Then he walks up to you, hey baby, how you doing? Right? <laughs> yeah. Just like you popped back and you started laughing, right? The illusion is destroyed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Same thing with beautiful, beautiful woman. She's your, she's your hair cascading, hair oh, right. Everything's good. Absolutely. You know, she walks up, she walks up and she gets into your personal space. She's like, hey, what's going on, brother? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, Guys, it's a little different because we just be like, Shh, just don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but we do it all the time on, on the phone. All yeah. of us do it all the time on the phone because yeah. a lot of time, a lot of companies are outsourcing, right? Mm -hmm. So we pick up the phone. The minute we hear, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Juan from the Philippines yeah. on the phone, yeah. or you know, we get a call and it's it's Sergey from, we automatically yeah. slip out of state. Yep. Okay, so the point I'm making is not that we all have certain um, we're 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 racist or we do. 
we just understand the power not only of the voice, but there's a certain thing in our head that brings us to homeostasis, that calms us. Yeah. It leaves us open for, to learn, leaves us open for change. It leaves us open for growth. Yeah. And it's not even just a matter of uh, higher pitch or, or it's, it's finding your exact voice in that sense. What do you think? Um, no, I think you're exactly right. I think that there, there are some universals. <clears throat> um, I teach it through an acronym that I call SPEAK. Okay. Yeah, S-P-E-A-K. The, the, I, I think 50% of the battle, if you want to think of it as a battle, is the first thing you have to understand is that our voice is a reflection of our internal state. Mm. And most of us painting with a broad brush don't know that. Right. But it still affects us. Yes. Yes. And so, so whatever voice I bring also our word choice, by the way, and I'm sure you know this, but, mm -hmm. but for the audience, your word choice, if you're not paying attention to it is a reflection of your inner state. Yes. Uh, my daughter all the time. Well, I'll never make it into Berkeley cause I'm so stupid. Yeah. I, I just want to pull my hair out. You know, and you can't tell a 15-year-old when you talk like that, you reinforce that belief in your nervous yeah. system. <laughs> you know? yeah. And she's just like over there doing, you know, TikTok poses. Right, 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 right. Super confident like with that, though. Yeah. Super confident with right. that. Exactly. So uh, the first, uh, the letter S in the acronym is for smile. Now, I don't mean walk around grinning like an idiot. Exactly. But what I mean is your whole voice changes when you smile. Yes, it does. So if you could master one out of the five S-P-E-A-K letters, right. it would be smile. It would be learn how to consciously put that warmth into your voice. Gotcha. It gives other people subconscious permission to relax. It gives them affirmation. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's so powerfully sort of community building to be able to just smile. You know, yeah. when you're talking, just be able to smile. So that's the first one. <clears throat> P is for pacing. This is what you've been talking about this whole interview, your cadence, your pauses, mm -hmm. your rhythm. There's a great story I like to tell about um, Obama in 2012 running for president. He was he wasn't getting creamed by McCain, but he was not beating McCain either. Right. I remember it. I remember yeah. it. And so they brought in speechwriter John Favreau. John Favreau brought in a whole team of people. He said, we got to get a whole team on this. What they did was they sat down and they really analyzed, get this, you guys, what is Obama's charisma center? Now, you may argue that he doesn't have a charisma center. He was an amazing guy to me. Not only did I like his politics, and I'm not ashamed to say that, but just as a human being, I, I, mm. I he's just a tremendous right. guy, but pretty scholarly, mm -hmm. pretty flat, pretty two-dimensional. Mm -hmm. So what they did- uh, Our, our next conversation is breaking down Obama, uh, oh, yeah. Trump, and then also uh, Hillary. Yeah. So All we right, can show be, that. That'll be part two. <laughs> yes. So what they did was they came up with, yes, we can, for his campaign slogan. Mm. The whole reason they did that was because of rhythm and pacing. He liked to talk with these long scholarly sentences. Right? Mm. And what they needed to play on 
was a few, what they decided to play on were a few common ideas. Number one, in the United States, we generally have this bias that black people have rhythm. Mm-hmm. It's a general stereotype. Right. Let's play to that. He talks in these long sentences that are like, but they never end. They never end. You literally get in a trance. Yeah. You're like, what did he say? It sounded great. But so the coaching went like this here's what you need to do. You can lay out the idea and you can be as long as you want. And then you ask it as a question and you answer it with, yes, we can. One, two, three. Pacing, cadence, right there. Then you go back to before John Favreau and you'll notice his inflection didn't land at the end of sentences. Yes. So, yes. He go, so he learned to go like this. Can we come together as a nation? Can we overcome poverty? Can we do this? Can we save the middle class? Yes, we can. Right. There's something that very, I call it reverse engineering the question. That's my yep. personal way to talk about it which is because how do we know a question? The inflection goes up at the end. This is this is a sheet I make for every single one of my clients. Every time they go on stage, every time they do a YouTube video, anything. I do this mm-hmm. and I do this. This breaks down their body. Dude, I love that, man. This breaks down all their words, right? Yeah. And what I wanna show you is this thing right here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a tonality slope. Okay? Yes. Exactly what you're teaching. Yeah. So yep. what happens is, is that this is something that you can, everyone here can self-coach themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Literally make that. It looks like a sideways Atari symbol. It shows mm-hmm. how old I am. But yeah. anyways, you go straight and up and a down. Mm-hmm. And you literally can look at your recordings, look at your videos, uh, listen to yourself. And you need to start mapping. Yeah. Where some a lot of us are just monotone, so it doesn't mm-hmm. even move. So you know that. But a lot of times, and this is huge with speaking, exactly what you're saying about your daughter about going to Berkeley, because we've all done it. We're grown men, right? But we get in a, a tough situation. We sound like we're in the principal's office. Yeah. Our voice starts to go, it yeah. starts to go up at the end. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, you know, it's just like somebody, you know, you get that call and then your voice starts to go up. And you're like, why do I sound guilty? Yeah. And it's all because you just, you have to understand, okay, my voice, don't keep it up. Bring it down. What yeah. Gary V does, he, like, there's the thing, it's called trying when your voice is going up, mm-hmm. neutral, and then breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you say, like, why? Right, you say why? Yeah. You look like you're guilty, right? Yeah. You just say why? Yeah. That's just neutral. But then mm-hmm. if you say why, you said the same thing, yeah. three different ways, three different emotional reactions to completely it. different. Yeah. Say say a whole sentence. Yeah. I love you. Right. <laughs> you laugh if if you're sitting there and you're trying to propose to your girlfriend. Yeah, and you're gonna, you want to have confidence to spend the rest of your life with you. I love you. You know what I mean? Like, she laughed too. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Right. That's not the desirous wants. But if you're just like, you know, I love you. Yeah. It's a lot more believable. But then it's different if you're like, I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's still like, whoa. You know what I mean? So you can understand with the, with the tonality, it's never 
never, never about what we're saying. It comes down to how we're how we saying it. Yeah. You understand? And yeah. when you can understand when you can understand that, you can literally communicate. Because you know what a lot of people are defaulting to now with all this technology? They're just like, I just don't want to talk. I won't say anything. Yeah. And then I'll let you fill in the gaps. But those folks are getting exposed too. Back to speak, because you're yeah. you're preaching the truth. I love so, it. So that's that's where Obama's whole campaign turned around. That's the reason I use that oh, example. Yeah. Fantastic from one town, example. from one town hall to the next, his yes. ratings shot through the roof, and he won the fucking presidential election. And the only thing they could really, his policy didn't change, his positions didn't change. The only thing that changed was uh, the speech writing team that coached him on how to be basically more charismatic. Yes, through rhythm, through repetition, cadence, and tonality, and giving him yes, we can as just an anchor. For these long rambling ideas that he—I mean, they weren't rambling, but they were—they were scholarly, right? Well, well and that—that's all of us because when we talk, not only do we want to get our position across, yeah. but a lot of times we want—we want to show what we know. Yeah, you know, we want to do that. However, you've noticed one thing that Trump does. That's why Twitter is fantastic for him. Mm -hmm. He breaks everything. He talks like a ten-year-old child. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. that right there, what a lot of people don't understand is the secret, is one of the big secrets to speaking. When you have a presentation, when you're about to go, you want to practice, you want to get somebody's feedback, you put your presentation in front of a child. Mm. If they don't want to listen, I don't care what it's about. If they yeah. don't want to listen, they don't understand, you're done. Mm. It's that simple. There's a, there's a whole thing you can look at on, um, on Wired. It's on YouTube where they have this whole series <laughs> where you have to explain something complicated to someone on four different levels, a child, a teenager, uh, you know, an adult, a, yeah. a PhD, an expert, yeah. right? And That's it really helps people to understand that you need to communicate to the lowest level. Yeah. And when you communicate actually to the lowest level, you're communicating to everybody. Mm. That's some Jedi. That's some Jedi level too. So um, we're going to have to put a tack in it, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running up against just flat out running out of time. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. Let's, let's do it again. Leave, you can't leave me hanging. What's the rest of the speak, though? You're going to run it e, real quick. E, energy and enthusiasm. Okay. Right? You need that. You, you, you really need that. You got to work on yeah, that. Yeah, I, mean, I got to work on that. So look, guys, simply put um, – like one of my favorite hip hop artists said, KRS-One, if you ain't willing to die, don't spit it. Gotcha. Right? Um, what do I mean by that for you who don't like KRS-One for some unfathomable reason? K. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't, but yeah. let's say you don't, <laughs> you weirdo. Um, what does that mean? It means anything you say, anything that is is – worthy of forming into words should have passion behind it. It should have energy behind it, especially when you say it to a crowd, be it a podcast, be it a live interview like this, be it speaking, be it a presentation, be it your loved ones, put energy and enthusiasm in there. A is authority. Authority is really about the tonality of the voice more than any other part of the acronym. Simply put, let me, let me put your sideways Atari slope in my own example. Um, 
I want to teach you guys reverse engineering the question. When you ask a normal question, your inflection goes up at the end. Normal questions do not have authority in them. Ooh. They just aren't authoritative. Now, it doesn't mean there aren't times when a normal question is perfectly right. You know, you may not always want to be breaking down your wife every time you ask her a question, right? Yeah. And again, you might want to. I don't yeah. know. But the point is this. If you close your eyes and I say to you, let me ask you a simple question. Did you have a good time here today? Or I say to you, let me ask you a simple question. Did you have a good time here today? The difference, the impact is profound. Ooh. And that wasn't a sales question. That yeah. wasn't a yeah. persuasive question. Right. When you do that, reverse engineering of the of the 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 you know the way your tonality goes, uh it is hugely it, it just lands like a concrete slab. Yeah. And that's what you need to understand about tonality. A quick way to think about it is there are, and this is not complete by any means, but there are three three main voices that I want you to start thinking about and drawing from. And that's the lover, the mm -hmm. scholar, and the warrior. Gotcha. Right? The lover whispers. The lover's seductive. The lover yes. has pauses. The lover draws you in. The scholar teaches. The scholar is expository. They, they, are, they are teaching from the front of the class. Mm -hmm. Right? The warrior is fearless. More than any other, the warrior is not afraid of long pauses. Yes. Right? Because the warrior is courageous. Yes. Uh, we're going to have to do a part two. We're just going to have to. What, what's K? What's K? You got to give the, me K. The, the K is keep them engaged. And what that means is be constantly paying attention to the S, the P, the E, and the A. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you get to K. So it's kind of like if you incorporate S, P, E, A, you will achieve K. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. As usual, I learned, send me a copy. I'm going to post mine, put mine on my podcast. Will do. Will do. I love you, Manny. We're going to do this again. Yeah. Let's um, schedule a part two. Yeah, we'll do it. All right. We'll do it. And um, here's the thing I also want to lay out there. If yeah. people, they read, they look at this and there's stuff you just completely disagree with. You mm -hmm. think I'm completely off. Let me know. I oh, love by it. all means, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because none of like there's also there's a lot of different ways it's going to attack. I'm always learning, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm going to defend my position too. <laughs> Just let me know. So come right. with it, you know. That's right. With some you, powerful Manny. tonality. Thank you, my man. See you, my friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Manny Wolf Show. If you know someone that you'd love to have me interview, please go to my website at mannywolf.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-W-O-L-F-E.com and submit them as a potential guest. We love to bring guests on that our audience wants to hear from. So please help us to find the best guests for you by going to mannywolf.com submitting anyone that you have in mind to be a great guest, including yourself. And if you'd like to know more about me and what I do, please come over to Facebook and join my group, simply called the Manny Wolf Group. If you'd like to get more into my world where we have all kinds of tips, trainings, valuable stuff for you to help you get better at growing your brand and your audience, please come and join the Manny Wolf Group on Facebook. Until our next episode, I'll see you.